inspire But we just made a life of believers Go hard for God daily This is a lifestyle, you can believe it Check out the episodes, we be on God mode We got the recipe It start with a B and it end with an E That is the Bible, I keep it on me Jesus is King, His light is in me Sharing the gospel with practical living Only tuition is paying attention No enemies stopping me going, I'm going Light living water, I'm flowing, I'm flowing Alright y'all, we gotta get to the episode Let's go Hey, what's going on, family? Welcome back to another episode of Get Inspired. We are here. This is the podcast for Go Hard For God Daily. And my name is Kirby Love, CEO and founder of GHFGD. Across your chest is not a saying. For those of you who's in the earlier episodes, you know exactly where that come from. Um, but welcome back, man. So glad to have you guys here, our frequent followers, listeners, subscribers, those who have been rocking and journeying with us as always. We greet you. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, thank you guys for being who you are. Go ahead and like this video. If you're watching on YouTube or if you're listening on podcasts, listen, please just give us a thumbs up or rating or something, a heart, a share, comment. This helps us to get in front of more people like you. All right. We're also still giving out free T-shirts to our podcast fam. All you have to do is go to the website, www.ghfgd.com, or you can... Search in GoHardForGodDaily.com. Whichever one that you can remember, just go there and find you a short sleeve t-shirt. And once you go to the checkout, there's a place where you can put your code in. All you have to do is type in Podcast Fam. And all you're doing is covering the shipping, but the shirt is on us. We're going to send that to you. So you can not only just know you're a part of the family, but you can feel like you're a part of the family and get to rock your lifestyle gear. So this is a movement that we have right now. And we're, we've been talking a lot about or focusing more on creating the movement of going hard for God daily. So this means we're trying to get as many people as possible to go hard for God daily and to know that going hard for God daily is a lifestyle. So over this Next few months or so, we're going to be diving into breaking down exactly what Going Hard for God Daily is. We're going to be going through practical living so that your life can align to you going hard for God daily and you creating practical habits and things in your life where every single day you're like, man, I'm going to go hard for God daily. When you go in the gym, I'm about to go hard for God daily. When you go to your job, I'm about to go hard for God daily. When you wake up in the morning brushing your teeth, I'm about to go hard for God on these teeth. Every single thing that we do reflects a lifestyle, all right? So, and that's going hard for God daily. But let's get into uh, some things for the day, man. Uh, I, I have a son who's seven years old. And I also have a son who's 16 and a daughter who's 12. Um, my seven-year-old, he really, really likes Takis. He's a Taki guy. And at one point, we was like, no, nah, you're not going to eat these anymore. And then we just kind of started letting him eat, eat them again. And I took a bite of them, uh, of one of them. And I was like, man, these things are hot. They're a little spicy. I'm not a spicy chip. Not, you know, I used to be. But now I'm like, nah, I've kind of changed up some things or whatever. But ate the taki, man. And I was like, oh, no. Nah. I said, um, I'm going to feel this later. And for those of you who know what I mean by I'm going to feel this later, you know, if you know, you know. But I instantly began to think about him because I don't know if he can handle, <laughs> you know, that that type of movement with him eating these tacos, especially that amount of tacos, right? 
But needless to say, the reason why I tell you this is because we have to understand what goes in us is going to come out of us. What we put in us is going to come out of us. What we're allowed to be instilled in us or put in us or in our ear gate and eye gate is going to eventually come out of us in some shape, form, or fashion, right? Whether it be in the thoughts, whether it be in your actions, whether it be in your words, it's going to come out of you. How many of you have ever ever listened to uh, music, which is all of you, probably raising your hands in your car, wherever you listen to this at, you probably have listened to some music, and this music maybe 10 years old, 10 years ago where you heard this, and then you just all of a sudden riding or walking or doing something, and you start singing that song, right? Or maybe you watched something yesterday on TV, and you heard a, a, a phrase or something that you really like, and now you're repeating that phrase or that line or that movie or something like that. That is the example, again, of what you allow in you or what goes in you eventually is going to come out of you. So the message for today is who's feeding you? Who's feeding you? What are you? And, and basically, this is just what are you allowing to be your primary source of download and download inside of you? What are, what what's the main thing that you're allowing to be put in your spirit? Right. Is it worship? Is it praise? You know, is it the Bible? Is it the Bible app? Is it meditation? Are you meditating on the word? Are you listening to worship music or just instrumentals and finding yourself in a place where you're just being one with God? Or are you on social media all day looking at what's going on in the news and what's going on in this person's life and so forth and so forth? And I told you guys that, you know, about killing the noise. I killed the noise where I got rid of all social media for a period of time. And when I got back on, because I did get back on, I didn't download the apps again. I just went on from my computer, and I felt like I didn't miss nothing. But instantly, one of the things that came to me was, oh, let me go see what, because you got your friends on the left. If you want a desktop version, you can see your friends on the left and stuff like that. And I was like, man, in my mind, I was like, let me go see what Nick doing. And then I said, man, I ain't finna do that. <laughs> I'm not about to do that. And instantly I realized, though, how fast you can revert back to something that you, a habit that you break. And my desire is to stay in the place that I'm, that I'm in with that. So I just logged off Facebook and just went on about my business. But what I did was control what was going to be feeding me, right? All it takes is a little bit of a thing for you to actually get engulfed in it. Meaning that you start to do it even more. All it takes is for me to go on one person's profile and see something. And then that registers in my mind to go to another person's profile, go to another person's profile. And all of a sudden, I'm watching and seeing and receiving what everybody else is doing. Right? Although there may not be a significant impact in the content or the things that you're allowing yourself to see, so this is your eye gate, although there may not be a significant amount, it still sparks interest and opinions or ideas or something like that in you, and eventually you may think about something or have a thought or, you know, man, I wouldn't have did that. Maybe you read something, and the first thing you say, I wouldn't have did that, right? And... This thing is not beneficial for you. It's not helping you. 
It doesn't heal you. It doesn't motivate you. It doesn't encourage you. Sometimes it just gives you an opinion about a thing and, and that don't solve a problem, right? I believe as we're developing um, practical lifestyles, as we're aligning ourselves with God and putting ourselves in a position to be used by God and things like that, as we prepare for our next throughout this year, that one of the main things that we need to be doing is allowing godly things to feed us is allowing the spirit of god to feed us is allowing worship to be imparted in us every single day turning on the music turning on you know your bible app or whatever it is allowing that to be the primary source that feeds you that nourishes you because this is going to be the most beneficial thing that you can have your spirit gets renewed daily there's a scripture that talks about although like the the outward part ages and I might be paraphrasing this is a Kirby Love version all right you can go back and look it up it's in there but it talks about the outward part of us like aging and getting old but our spirit is being renewed every single day right as we get renewed every single day that should be a desire to be renewed every day we have to take on you know the things that we we have to go into worship, go into praise, go into all of these different things so that we could be renewed, refreshed, and that we're able to go out into the earth and manifest what we've allowed to be downloaded inside of us. If you don't have a relationship with God, if you're not praying, if you're not worshiping, if you're not taking the Bible, if you're not reading the Bible and applying the Bible and allowing that to be your primary source of nourishment, you don't have as much value to give to another individual as you think you do. And I know we got gifts, talents, there are things that we learn how to do and be like, yeah, I can go help somebody do this. Listen, the most valuable thing, the most valuable thing that you can deliver to somebody is a word from God. That's one of the most valuable things that you can deliver to somebody. It's the word of God. Whether that be a word that God has given you for them, whether that's context or scripture that you have read that has, you know, done something in your life and you know that it can impact their life or where they are and meet them where they are. That's one of the most valuable things that you can instill into somebody else's life. But you have to know and be mindful of what's feeding you, who's feeding you. What are you allowing to be your primary source of nourishment every single day? Can you have other things, right? That may be books that you read, right, that encourages you in certain areas of your life like business or that encourages you in, you know, motherhood or maybe whatever your job is and things like that. There are other things that you can read and, and that you can partake in, right, that's beneficial. However, everything that's not good for you, you have to start filtering it out. You have to start filtering it out. We have to create a filter for our life. And with that filter, I want you to look at this filter as like you got the filter and you got the funnel. The filter is on top of the funnel, right? Only what needs to come through the filter is going to go through the funnel. That's an amen right there. Only what goes through the filter is going to go through the funnel. If you make it through the funnel, you're supposed to be there. If you notice one thing about a funnel, it starts off wide, right? But eventually, it starts to narrow down. And this is 
the structure that we need to have for our life. At some point, we have to put a filter on top of our, on top of our funnel and everything that's around us needs to start going through that filter. Our relationships through the filter. Our media consumption content through the filter. The music we listen to through the filter. If it makes it through the filter and it goes through the funnel and finally gets to the end of the funnel, it's supposed to be there. If not, dump what's in the filter out because it's no good for you. And this is the place that we need to be. We have to be managing what we allow in us because it's going to come out of us. Um, there are things like, if, for those of you who have children, I'm, I'm very observant of things that my kids say. And one day my, my son came up and he said something. And my, all of them have actually done this. And again, if you got children, you understand exactly what I'm about to say. And he said something and I kind of looked. Turn my head, and for those of you who are listening, you can't see exactly how I'm looking. But I turn my head, and I'm like, where you get that from? But I knew what he was saying or whatever that was. He didn't get it from me. He didn't get it from his mom. He didn't get it from, you know, people that we be around. He had to get that from another source. Because that's not like us for to say, you know. So his response was, well, I saw it here, you know. And there's some other things where he was like, well, I got that from school. Well, this person said this at school, right? And what we have to do as parents is start creating filters for them. Because what we don't want is them to be full of uh, all this other stuff and all these other voices and all these other TV shows and all this other music and then they start trying to do or be the music, do or be what they see on TV. And they walk out of their true identity. It goes deep. We can get deep, deep. But this is the surface level of understanding who's feeding you. So not only are you paying attention to you, but you're paying attention to your children. And, and you know, maybe even those who are connecting to you have these conversations. You need to know what's feeding you. Listen, we're going to take a break right here. We're going to jump back into this topic. Hey, we want to take this time to thank everybody who have tuned in to the podcast over this past year. You guys have been tremendous. We thank you for your love and your support. And we pray that every episode that you've tapped into have been a blessing to you and that you've gained something from it that you can apply to your day to day life. So we're back and we're talking about who's feeding you, what's feeding you and you paying attention to what goes in you because it eventually comes out of you. Here's the thing that um, one that, I, that I've learned and understood over time is I literally have, at this point in my life, the power to choose what I allow in to my ear gates and to my eye gates, you know, what, what challenges my thoughts and things like that. I have the power to choose that. And it's the same thing as... When we're eating dinner, we get to the dinner table. Um, we have the power to choose how many plates we're going to get, how many times we're going to go back and get more, right? But oftentimes, we're only getting full, right? We're talking about what's, what you're allowing in you. Oftentimes, we're only getting full 
off of things that the world offers. We're only getting full off of social media posts. We're only getting full off gossip. We're only getting full off of music that's not beneficial to us, that doesn't lead us into the presence of God. We're only getting full from everything that's not beneficial to us. We have to choose <laughs> to worship. We have to choose to pray. We, we have the power to choose all of these things, but these are the things that's more beneficial for you. These are the things that add more value to you. It's like water and Kool-Aid. Although the Kool-Aid is sweeter than the water, it doesn't necessarily make it better for you. Because too much of that is eventually going to lead you to a bad place, right? More so than you actually hydrating with the water that you need. It's the same way. If you take the scripture and begin to apply it and you allow yourself to be more consumed with the the scripture than the things of the world or the gossip and other things like that. And eventually the scripture is just going to come out of you. How many of you have actually been in a place or had a conversation where you're just talking and all of a sudden some comes out and you like, man, I ain't never said that before, man. That's the Lord. That's because after you've over time begin to spend more time in worship, more time in prayer, more time with the scriptures, more time in applying that thing, more time allowing God to download things into you and to minister to you and to refresh you, to restore you, to do all things that he knows how to do so that you're able to serve people. Then there are going to be times when you just show up and what's been put in you through all of that time that you've been spending with God and doing all of those things, that stuff is just going to come out. Eventually, this is how your life shifts and changes when you start applying the word and doing the word and that becomes more a part of you and that becomes your habitual lifestyle and that becomes the things that you develop a practical lifestyle around. Then there are going to be things that you don't have to think about or work hard to do because it's going to naturally just come out of you. What you put in you is going to come out of you. We learn this through food. I already gave you the, the example about my son eating the Takis and said he's going to feel that later. Here's the thing. Although he may feel that later, he's going to have to make a decision if he wants to continue to feel that or if he wants to change his diet. It's the same thing. There's some some people who are so consumed with certain types of music and certain types of TV shows and things like that. And they start acting like the people that they're listening to and acting like the people that they're hearing and watching. And if they don't change that appetite, they don't change that diet, then they eventually become that. Because what's in them is going to come out of them. So that means that. They become that because they're starting to recite and repeat the lifestyle or the things that these people are doing. And I'm a, let me just tell you a story. So I, I told a story before about me. I had quit rapping. I was doing music for quite some time, probably from around 2010. I started back doing music and I stopped doing music around 2015, 2016, something like that, 2014. But that's, that was the point where I gave my life to Jesus. When I gave my life to Jesus, there were some things that I was rapping and talking about in my music that had nothing to do with me. 
But it was what I heard. It was what I found popular. It was what I found that everybody was engaging into. I was allowing more of the world to influence me and to be imparted into me. And that's what came out of me. So when I was writing music, I only knew what I heard. I recited what they were saying. And of course, I put it in my own, you know, way and had my own beats and sounds and things like that. But what was in me was coming out of me. And that's all the music I was producing. You're talking about these chicks and got this many women and da-da-da-da-da and doing this and, you know, got money, money loan, bank stack, da-da-da. Man, listen, that wasn't my life. That was not my life. But what was in me is what came out of me. And when I gave my life to Jesus, I quit rapping. I dropped all of that. Now, I still did music kind of on the backside because I enjoy music. I, you know, I still kind of did it. But as far as producing to put out and stuff like that, I stopped for five years. And I was intentional with my stop because I wanted to manage and start controlling what I allowed to be in me. I got rid of all of my CDs, all of my stuff that I had bought. CDs weren't cheap at the time when CDs were booming in the car, and now everybody got MP3s and um, CarPlay and stuff like that. But at the moment, I had the tip CDs. I had the Young G's. I had, you know, I'm a Southern guy. Had all the music, even my own stuff. I pulled all of it out when I gave my life to Christ, and I threw it on the floor. And when I threw it on the floor, I knew that was a next step. We're going to keep talking about these next steps. I knew that was the next step. The next step was to not only see those things on the floor, but to actually get rid of them, get rid of it completely. And that's what I did. I got rid of it completely because I didn't even want to be tempted to put it back in there and say, man, let me just listen to this song one more time. I can't dabble. I have to make a decision on what I'm allowed to feed me. What I'm allowed to nourish me, what I'm allowed to be put into me so whatever, so that what comes out of me is going to be impactful or is it going to be uh, detrimental to somebody else's life or, you know, things that somebody else don't need to hear. I had to, I had to deal with that. I threw it all away. My focus was on God. As I start focusing on God, I start also focusing on all the other areas of my life that presented God in different ways, whether it was music, whether it was habits, different things. I had to change my whole plate. I had to change my whole appetite, my whole desire. And as I changed that, then guess what? Eventually, my music began to change. I started listening to like Kenton Jones. I started listening to Lecrae. I started listening to Andy Mineo because I'm a hip hop and rap type person. I started listening to those things. I, then over time, I started finding more people like Shayna Wilson. I started finding more people like, um, of course, we knew Tasha Cos, but there were other people who did like worship music that wasn't necessarily mainstream, but their stuff was so impactful. Casey J. Like, then Travis Green came up, and I'm just naming people now. Shout out to all of them. But I started changing, right, the, the, the plates. I started changing what I was consuming. And then over time, that is what started to come out, come out of me. So today, now I started making music. I quit for five years. I started back 
So I have some music out there if you guys are looking for some Christian music, rap, hip-hop, just look up Kirby Love. And it is out there somewhere. All right, but now that I'm making music again, my music is full of what I took the time to allow to be put into me. And that's what we have to do in our day-to-day life. We have to control, right, what we're consuming because eventually it's going to come out of us one way or another. And sometimes I know there's some people who listen like, I ain't going to be acting like Beyonce. I might listen to me. I ain't going to be acting. But listen, sometimes it don't necessarily come through your actions. It don't necessarily come through the things that you actually do. It'll show up in a thought. It'll show up in a thought, right? And sometimes when we don't discern the thought, then it can lead to the action or something like that, right? And that's the stuff we have to be mindful to because there are certain things that could seem very innocent and you're like, well, I'm not doing that. I'm not going to be like that. I can watch this show and I control that. Listen, the things of God should not balance out with the things of the world. Here's what I mean by that. The same amount of consumption that you have with the scripture, with worship, with praise, with prayer time, with all of that, there should not be a balance. When I talk about a balance, look on a scale. For those of you who are not watching the YouTube <laughs> video or the video on Spotify, let me give you a verbal example. I have two hands up that represent the scale. One is going to go up higher, one is going to go lower, and obviously the one that goes Lower is the one that has more weight to it. That that's I'm more I'm consuming more of this, right? So anything that's heavier, it goes down and it makes the scale unbalanced. So in what the the, the picture that I'm uh, displaying here and the analogy that I'm using is that your scale should not be equal with the things of God and the things of the world. You should fill yourself up with more. Of the things of God than the things of the world. And that's what we should be focusing on every single day. Filling ourselves up with more of the things of God than more of the things of the world. Because what we want to come out of us is more of the things of God than more of the things of the world that we consume every single day. There's some stuff that you're not going to be able to control, right? There's when you go places, there's certain things that you you not you can't control what you see. You know, sometimes even on social media, you you may not necessarily be able to control what you see or whatever, but you do have the power to choose to just shut it off altogether. So at the end of the day, there's always a way of escape. There's always a solution. God always gives a solution to whatever problem or situation that it, that it is that we may have. So if you're the one that's like, well, it's just hard for me to do, listen, pray about it. God has a solution because his desire is for you to be full of his word, his wisdom, his light. So that you're able to go out and be like him in the earth. So be mindful of the things that you're allowing to be in you, all right? My prayer is that you guys have been blessed by the message on today. Listen, if, if this is a thing that you have to start paying attention to, then praise God. 
all of us should be desiring to be more like Christ in the earth, be, be filled with the Spirit of God, and be moved and lived by the Spirit of God. When we develop a practical lifestyle around who God has called us to be and how he desired for us to, you know, function in the earth. All right. This is another thing that will push you into your next. Again, we're going to be diving into that um, all year long. Things that push you into your next, pushes you into your next. <laughs> we're going to be diving into that. And my desire to, is to continue to challenge you guys to be the best version of you that Christ um, has made for you. Right. The best version of you that God has created. That is what I want for you. That is the, the direction that I'm going to be pushing you into. And all of these things are going to help you to have a life full of you going hard for God daily. It will surely be a lifestyle that you have. So thank you guys so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you've been blessed, listen, you know what to do. Go and hit that like button. If you're on YouTube, if you're on Facebook, you know, check out some of the reels. If you're on TikTok, Instagram, wherever you are, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, man, just leave a comment. Let us know how you've been blessed by this episode, um, how it has changed your thinking. What are some things that it has pushed you into? How is, how, what are some ways that it has encouraged you to be better or to live out a Christ-centered life? And just answer this question. How can you go hard for God daily? What changes can you make wherever you are? so that you go hard for God daily. And then just ask yourself also, what does going hard for God daily mean to me? What does that look like for me, right? Pray about it. Allow God to minister to you, speak to you, so that you may be exactly where he desires for you to be. And as always, man, I appreciate you guys. Um, do me a solid again and do everything that I've asked you to do, which is like, share, follow, subscribe, comment. This helps us to get in front of more people just like you so that we can continue to push the gospel and challenge others to push them into their necks and so that they also, too, may live a Christ-centered life. Thank you guys again. Kirby Love signing off. See you guys in the next one. Peace. Peace.